you can't peer at a person through a straw and see who they are. You have to take the whole person into account. And I did that with my students and I do that with my writers. Welcome to Shout Your Cause with Sally Hendrick, a digital magazine where you can get found, get heard, and get inspired with content that challenges us to be globally minded. Our focus is on raising awareness around social justice issues, cultural differences, and to bring you the people dedicating their lives to tackling challenging topics as their way of giving back. Let us be your advocate to make your voices heard around the world. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Shout Your Cause. And today we're talking with Judy McNutt, holistic book coach. And I can't wait to hear what you're working on these days. Hey, welcome. Thank you very much. Aren't you going to ask me what a holistic book coach is? Yes. What is a holistic book coach? How, let's just start with that question. Yeah, that's uh, the the idea that the holistic idea has been important to me really for many, many, many years. And that's the idea of, and this goes back to, you know, working with students in, in elementary school in special ed. It's that, it's that idea that um, you can't peer at a person through a straw and see who they are. You have to take the whole person into account. And I did that with my students and I do that with my writers and then i take that holistic idea and, you know and blow that up inside of the the publishing industry and really look at everything from the soul of the writer all straight all the way through to the to the reader and that's a whole relationship and in between there um is you know the publishing industry and all that's that's in between. It's not the Mecca. It's not the important thing. The important thing in my world is the soul of the writer and the reader that making that connection. So to me, that's holistic. So what is your background and go into that and then into what you're doing now? Okay. Um, I've had several careers and I, in, in my estimation, all of them brought me to where I am uh, today. In college, I got interested in theater. So there's that whole aspect. Um, I was very active in the theater department in, in high school. In junior high, I started with singing and high school in theater, in college and in theater. And then I branched over into radio and the idea of that, that that mass uh, communication idea is the idea of reaching more people and uh, and the change that that could bring about in the world, starting from a person's day-to-day -day moment, uh, you know, on into perhaps changing their mind about, about the world and their relationship with it and their role to play in it. And so I got really interested in, in the idea of, of, bringing our gifts into the world for a purpose. Now, sometimes the purpose for some people is just pure joy. And that's okay, because when you bring pure joy into the world, that's world changing. But somewhere along the line here, I realized it would be, it would make much more change in the world if I were to work with more people. So then I started uh, 
holding writing groups and encouraging people to bring their gifts into the world, their writing gifts, their written gifts into the world, because there's nothing sadder than an unwritten book. Would you rather work or would you rather play? If we're going to go through all of this business building stuff, it better be for something that we love doing, right? Take a moment to do this quick life purpose challenge to discover what makes you truly happy. It's free. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash life purpose. So who are these people that you're actually working with and to help with writing books? Um, well, okay. So I'm glad you asked that because it's, that's another thing I decided I, uh, on purpose was who do I want to work with? And, um, and I just started calling those type of people to me. I, I enjoy working with intuitive, creative teachers and healers, uh, people who are um, interested in bringing their work online. Um, and I've done a lot of that. I, I had already been doing that before the pandemic. And so I didn't even miss a beat. You know, other people went on a business in the pandemic. Mine flourished because I had already taken it online and I didn't have to catch up with anything. So um, I met a lot of people uh, online and um, then the pandemic just fueled that fire. People were more willing to sit in their pajamas in their in their study and, you know, link with me for a writing group. And instead of driving across town and to, you know, meet somewhere. And uh, so all of that uh, fueled my fire and I found the right type of people in, in that way. Are your people writing fiction or nonfiction or both or what's going on? Um, they're writing everything from children's books to um, historical fiction, um, fictionalized memoir. And then in between, the healers are bringing their stories and their healing gifts in, into the world in some different ways. So that's the, that's the gamut. The, the two um, children's books, so, so cute. Um, the first one, uh, she just wanted to tell the story of the little song she used to sing uh, to her son when he was uh, a little, a wee little boy. And uh, the other one, um, which is not out yet, but coming out soon, uh, she had a lot of trouble uh, during the potty training phases with her her children. She said she failed miserably with the first one and she wanted to change that. So she put her creative juices to work on, on that. And then now she's sharing that story with the world. It's called Sally and the Pee Pee Princess. It's a nighttime bedwetting story. <laughs> and I did not, I did not influence that name that she came up with that on her own. You know, nobody's named Sally anymore. And, uh, yeah. but what I do hear from people is their pets are named Sally. So <laughs> This doesn't surprise me at all. My uh, my brother had a um, an imaginary friend named Kevin Sally. I don't know. So the other people I work with now uh, that you asked. Um, so that was the children's book uh, story, and then 
And then I worked with Sheila and her story is a story of kind of that late bloomer kind of story. She awakened pretty much the day her mother died in her living room where she had been taking care of her in a hospital bed for six years. And uh, after a lifetime of sh shooting all over the place, she started to wake up to give herself permission even to just go, well, what, what would I like? And so she tells that story and it takes us all the way through um, that discovery and that, um, uh, I mean, she, she, she sold insurance. She was the furthest from woo-woo you could imagine. And so the, the waking up is just miraculous uh, to see and for her to share. And she, her audience is really um, other women who, quote, did everything right all their lives and woke up one day and realized they were miserable and never did one thing for themselves. And uh, so that's, that's she, she, she sticks with that story and tells that journey. And she goes journal style. She's got questions in there directly to the reader. She formed a relationship directly with the, the reader and that's, she knows who she's talking to. And uh, so she's, she's sharing, sharing that awakening. So it's, it's fabulous. Another one of my writers is, um, she woke up to her, her own magic and she is, her audience is sensitive people who don't realize, some, some of them don't realize, haven't embraced their own magic. If, if you're sensitive, that's magic trying to come out into the world. And uh, so she's, she's um, helping people. She's actually, she, in her book, she actually teaches energy work right inside of her book. She's so generous. She's not um, shy at all about teaching people how to, she teaches people how to select a pendulum, how to get your yes and no answers, and then on from there, discovering your magic. It's, it's going to be a, a world-changing book because she's really empowering people to, to learn to check things energetically and take care of themselves. So what about you? What is your writing style and what are you writing and working on these days? I'm honestly, I'm largely a poet. I'm a very prosy kind of a poet right now, but I've been writing poetry since I was 11 years old in my journal. And it's just, for me, it's the most magical type of writing. It's, it's where you follow the energy right to the place where it began, right where it wiggles. And then, and you look at that and, and, and bring that into the world, that magic, that power, that energy. And I think, I think poetry does that. It's a, it's a shame that almost everybody has poetry trauma. And the minute someone sees even piece of writing and the shape of a poem, they all of a sudden, I don't know what happened to all of us in, in school. <laughs> I don't know why our teachers traumatized us about poetry, but I, I don't find it painful. I find it magical and and beautiful. And I try and make my work accessible. I I do that. I follow that same approach that I coach other writers, which is to step into the shoes of the reader and listen from their perspective and feel 
and see like, how does this land? Is it hitting the place? Have I cracked their code? Are they waking up or do they feel it? Do they see it? Do they smell it? Do they taste it? Do you have a dog? Learn unleashed potential dog training secrets with Duke Ferguson. This free video series will get you pro training tips so you can get your dog's attention, eliminate behavioral problems, and enhance your relationship in just 20 minutes a day. Sign up at sallyhendrick.com forward slash dog training. Um, so I'm, I am, uh, I'm very, very, very much a poet. I'll write stories, but I had to really force myself to do that. I had to really decide I'm going to write a story, a long thing with a beginning, a middle and an end. And it's going to tell a story. My first, um, my first experience was that it ended up being a long poem, but it was the story really of my life. So I, I wrote my own saga, poetic saga. Well, I'd like to see that sometime. I'll, I'll send it to you if, if you're, um, if you're interested, it, um, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's not my whole life. Um, that's too long. It's not Gilgamesh, you know, <laughs> it's just Judy, <laughs> but I, um, I love writing. I love helping mostly, honestly, what really blows my skirt up is helping other people sound like themselves only better. So let's circle that around then. Is there any type of cause that you have? What, you know, why, why you do what you do? I think we all have gifts. I used to say, and I still do, there's not a single person on this planet that I couldn't sit down with and help them find their book. You know, back in the day, 19th century and so on, it was very common for people to write books. We just got out of the, the habit. We got out of a lot of good habits. But the uh, chief among them is bringing our gifts into the world. That was just a given back then. I mean, you were supposed to. And I still think it's true. And um, so, you know, my mission, I think, is to get people to bring their gifts into the world. In my particular part of the world, it's writing-based because I, I love to bring stories into the world and see how that, you know, changes things. And I, and I love to help people wake up to their own, their own magic and tell their, their own stories. It's just like the, honestly, the most fun thing I do is to wake those stories up. Cause I tell people their your book is already written. We just have to sit down and, and allow it to come out. Did I tell you that? when you first started that your book was already written? Probably. I know I've heard you say it before. I think it's true. I do. And, uh, you know, I have lots of evidence now for it. So I'm not dissuaded. You know, I start talking. Uh, the other day I was uh, uh, in the, um, over at the car repair place. And one of them happened to ask what, what I did. And I started talking about it. And before you know it, every guy in that place was in the office, standing in line, waiting to tell me their story. They all had stories. 
they'll have fascinating stories, stories of, you know, their childhood, of working hard, of, of, of how much of an influence their dad or their grandpa was on their lives. Or, you know, I mean, you know, the, the struggle of, you know, growing up in the ghetto, um, you know, every one of them had, every one of them has books. Of course, you know, I don't know that they're necessarily convinced. And that was, a, that was, you know, the magical day in Judy's garage, you know, <laughs> it was fun. That's funny. Yeah. I want to turn just a little bit and towards your quiz. I want you to tell me about your quiz. How did you even come up with it and come up with the answers and everything that I, I really love how it takes you through and then really nails you with your personality type or what type of writer you are or whatever it is that your outcome is. It stems from decades of watching people and listening to them and seeing what happens and how, how they interact with the world and what stops them dead in their tracks and what opens the flow. So I had a lot of background in, um, a lot of it comes from my experience in uh, working in radio, starting with my college days and going right the way through 20 years of experience with radio and how audiences listen and how they respond to things. So it became a real student of human nature, human, uh, you know, human joy, human passions. Um, and uh, so all of that really filters into this idea of types, types of people. And then, you know, I started working with writers. And so, you know, I had to kind of narrow that down because um, I had a lot of types, you know, floating in my head that I learned just from observation, but I wanted to call in a certain type of uh, person to work with me. And so I designed a quiz that really effectively does, it does that. So that's why it's so effective is because I ask questions that I knew would get me the answers I was looking for. That's oversimplifying, but that's, you know, it in a, in a nutshell. And I studied, um, I studied other archetypes and, you know, and that's something that's been in the world for eons of time. I mean, that's not, that's nothing new that some on, online people thought up. No, that's, this is an old, this is an old concept. There's many books, many, many stories about, there's many archetypal heroes and, and all that, but I had to narrow it down to five types because you know yeah. you and what are your five types okay there's the um there's the visioneer and um i equate i equate everything sort of to the chakra system like the energy the body energy system so um the the visioneer is all um up in their head their spirit connected think of the visioneer as bringing heaven to earth do you want to stand out from the crowd with your content? Come discover how to market yourself as an expert, as a change maker, as a positive influence on other people's lives. 
With the Exponential Marketing Club, you will learn the ins and outs of content marketing that makes a difference in the world. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash club. But sometimes we just uh, stay in heaven too long. <laughs> the, it's so fun because you can, you know, it's vision. But let me tell you, without vision, nobody else can do anything. Nothing happens without vision. Everything is vision first. And so the, that's the visioneer. The, the, um, the true heart is like, now that's embodied, but that's, that's bringing, um, that's bringing uh, your heart to, into, um, into connection with your vision. That's the truth. That's love. Um, so you're very much embodied if you're, if you're in your heart um, and you're, the throat chakra is that speaking your truth, speaking from the heart or speaking your truth. So, so that's the um, true heart. And then um, the conscious creator, uh, that's the busy bee person. That's the, that's the queen bee, that creative calling in uh, community. Um, that's, uh, that's where you uh, create and build your power from. So that's your conscious creator. Uh, the conscious creator, creator type person is think of Oprah. That's my, um, that's my go-to uh, image for the conscious creator. And then there's the, um, uh, the, the pleasure person, the, um, the butterfly. She likes to be seen. Um, she likes to take center stage and she, she does almost nothing unless it pleases herself or others. She likes to please and be pleased. And uh, that type of a writer is mostly would write um, novels, would really be into artistry, but she might be coaxed into telling her story um, if, if it suits her, if it suits her purposes and if she gets pleasure from that. Um, and then there's the clever catalyst. That's at the root of, of everything. Um, uh, she uh, builds empires. Uh, um, she uh, creates a lot of structure um, and uh, is probably the most intelligent person in the room at any given time. I think those are all so creative and, and they, well, it encompasses everything. So I think it's really neat how you were able to pull all that together and come up with these definitions. It's really fun. I have tweaked it over time. It's not exactly, it wasn't born like it is right now the first day uh, because I, um, you know, I, I ran the quiz for a while and I chatted with a lot of people and got feedback and made adjustments, you know, accordingly. And, um, you know, I narrowed it down to nine questions. I think now at this point, I could probably ask one question. But the nine questions makes it more interesting for a conversation afterward. It makes it, you know, more fun because we can we can tease the stories out and, you know, have an enjoyable time when when uh, after you've taken the quiz and you get together with me for uh, for the quiz results. It's like the most yummy conversation ever because a who doesn't like to talk about themselves, right? And find out more new things and how you know, and how, um, how awesome their gifts are, especially if they don't think they have any. And then all of a sudden they're talking about many gifts. Some people cry. 
because I love them so hard. <laughs> they just get overwhelmed. I had no idea. They say, I had, I don't know. I feel so seen. And yet I'm, it's so surprising. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Great way to, to work. Now, are you working on a book project right now that, um, that it's you're publishing? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, co-publishing with, um, 14 other fabulous women, all luminaries in their fields. Um, my, uh, each of us took a chapter to write in this book and it's called the queen bee, which is so, so funny because it aligns with the conscious creator in my mythology, because the soul, the soul guide for, um, for the conscious creator in my world is the queen bee, that idea of serving and being served. Um, and that queen energy of creating community and and structure um and uh so um i didn't name the book i was so surprised when she told me uh that that was going to be the, the the title of the book so anyway each of us is writing a chapter mine is on tuition because although it hasn't so much come up in this conversation i teach people to to use their intuition to write their books to just listen and don't edit. <laughs> don't edit, Sally. Just start writing. <laughs> Let your magic come out. <laughs> Get on to me. <laughs> and on to you. And in, you know, in our writing groups, we just are opening up boxes and boxes and boxes of magic every single week. And it uh, really surprises me sometimes that you'll say something and I'll I will read it and I may or may not consciously pay attention to what you've prompted us with but i'll just start writing something will come to my mind and i'll just start writing and and then i've long forgotten what you've said previously as i as i'm three four five paragraphs in and then i get we get to the end of the writing session and then i go back and look at the prompt and it it worked <laughs> somehow it worked yeah, and sometimes, and like you said, sometimes you won't even realize that it did work until I point it out. Oh, you followed the prompt. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's kind of neat that way. And it's always magical. It just, yeah, it it's, just, it's just a testament to getting out of your own way. Let, let me just tell you that. Let's just define intuition. In my book, okay, in my book, intuition is nothing more than the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. What? Intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Why is it a valuable tool? Because it can help you make decisions, uh, write on a deadline, solve problems, buy the right thing at the grocery store, surf on that delicate web of working with others, sometimes with whom you have almost no affinity, <laughs> navigating, you know, 
complex situations but everything from from that to the to just being really simple and it starts with just being willing to be quiet a minute feel it and listen sometimes the intuition comes from the body sometimes you hear it you'll hear a voice um and uh, sometimes it's just a feeling. Uh, many people say, "Oh, it was a gut feeling." Well, there's a reason for that. That's a that's an old expression, and that's the reason for it. Oh, I just had a gut feeling. Well, can you explain that? Can you tell me logically why? You... No, then it's intuition. Turn what you know into what you do. Join the platform with the most ways to monetize what you know, whether it's online courses, coaching, memberships, podcasts, newsletters, communities, or more. Kajabi gives you all the tools you need to build, market, and sell it with just a few clicks. Sign up at sallyhendrick.com forward slash Kajabi. That's K-A-J-A-B-I. Why do you think that everyone has a book in them? I hear you say that all the time. Look at your thumb. The thumbprint. If you can kind of, you can kind of see it, even in bad light, you can see your thumbprint there. And realize this is the only one in the universe. It's like that. So your experiences in life, your experiences before you were born, your experiences in other lives, all completely and 100% unique to you. And there's stories there. So even if you tell the story, let's say you tell the story, Sally, of the, your first day of kindergarten your experience of that. And you think, oh, well, how boring. Everyone's been to kindergarten on the first day. But if we all wrote our stories, they'd all be different. Are there some areas that, you know, we might have in common? Yeah, but that makes it even, that makes it even more magical because now you're speaking the truth of, you know, other people. And so my experience with, with uh, writing is every book has readers they're searching for your book right now they can't find it because why you didn't write it yet <laughs> so i guess that's the reason why we all have something right we all have a story we all have many stories and and uh the the trick is to sit down and and just write one without editing it or judging it that's the important part because grammar is grammar. Spelling, who cares? All of that stuff can be fixed by someone that um, needs a job doing that. So, <laughs> so we <laughs> hire them to make to make it you know perfect. It's not your job to know how to spell. If I if I had one thing. Uh, that I could erase from everybody's brain and ego is that if you can't spell, you're not a, you're not a writer. Well, that's just not true. Writing is just talking on paper. Publishing 
No, that that it does have to go. It goes through some things to make it the best it can be, and so that the reader has a enjoyable experience. But um, my thinking is tell the stories that the that the um, readers want to hear, and that doesn't mean being anything other than authentic, telling your true story because it's going to resonate with them. It's part woo woo. Not that idea of there's people out there looking for your story, but I haven't seen anything that proves me wrong about that. Speaking of how we want to present ourselves to the world, what is your hope for the future, the near future of what's going on in, in your world with your clients? What's your hope? is that they all write their stories and don't let the dark times stop them. You just got to keep, keep going. I, I, I coach people that a stuck point is just a space through which you move. And I learned that from painting because I was a painter for many years and I put many a painting in the closet only to get it out later and finish it. Sometimes it takes some time but you just have to be willing that that's the main thing about writing is even if you start with the assignment today is to tell the story of my summer vacation. I effing hated my summer vacation. I don't even, I don't, I don't want to tell this story. It was so horrible. First of all, we all fought with each other by the end of the first day no one was speaking to anyone and the cabin wasn't big enough for everybody to have their own room so that was a problem you see how it can just unfold from there but you just have to be willing you just that probably would have been the best story of the whole the whole room right. everybody in class they would all been like oh wow listen to this there's conflict in this story <laughs> right it starts right out <laughs> right so how, what's the best way to get in touch with you or how does somebody get to your quiz? Oh, okay. Just go to judymcnutt.com and look at the top of the website where it says quiz and click that. Okay. Well, that's easy enough. Easy enough. Yeah, that's easy enough. And I am on uh, Facebook. Um, much as every once in a while, I have a fight with Facebook and think I'm going to get off there. Uh, just be just be there it's like super easy way to get in touch with um people people of like soul i just created um less than a month ago i created a whole new facebook group called intuitive teachers and healers um why because one day i just went i just want to connect with a bunch of intuitive teachers and healers so bing i just typed that there you go. And I just created the group that minute. And I thought, wouldn't it be neat if I could get like about 20 uh, people together where we could, you know, talk about intuition, how we use inter intuition in our businesses, because many, many, many people do. They just don't talk about it. And I thought, wouldn't that be fun to discover and uncover? Maybe I could find around 20 people. We could have a relationship. Well, there's 158 in the group already. Wow. And it'll probably grow even more. Probably because uh, people are telling other others about it. Now, are there 158 daily active people? No, but none of them have left so far. And, you know, they're 
they're staying involved. The neatest thing we do now is um, get together on Zoom and share and share our gifts, whatever they are. Some uh, sometimes people will do just you know a couple of weeks ago. Um, I challenged a woman to do group healing. She'd never done such a thing. She'd actually never heard of it or thought of it. And she did a beautiful, beautiful job. She plays the harp and she uses the harp as a healing tool. And so she told us our store, her story, talked about her magic, um, asked, us, asked us what we needed. She envisioned that for the group. She started playing the harp. We all went on this journey. Everybody felt fantastic by the end of that journey of something she had never done in her life is so cool. Yeah. So, um, I just love the, uh, I just, like I said, I just love opening up boxes of magic. And in that case, that Facebook group, it's just a box of magic. I don't even know what's going to come out of it next. <laughs> no telling. And it'll probably be the stepping stone into whatever that next thing is for you which I'm so excited about seeing. So thank you so much for coming today. I'm so glad that you let me interview you for this podcast. If anybody wants to get in touch with Judy McNutt, M-C-N-U-T-T, then please do, because you're going to want to be in her world. The second T is only important to me. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Sally. All right. Thank you for listening today. My name is Sally Hendrick. Be sure to visit our website for show notes and more information on how you can inspire others. If you would like to contribute content to our magazine, please apply on our website at shoutyourcause.com. 